dumb as hell, really great monster effects, like really great creature uh, design, super fun. Together, it's, I think they've made 632 films. Yes, almost as many as Sam Jackson. <laughs> Not every movie handles tonal shifts that well, where it goes from being like an action-oriented war movie to a full-blown horror film, and this one, I think, does it really well. Welcome. We are back at the Gateway Film Center in Columbus, Ohio. We've thawed out a little bit, so thank you for everybody for braving the weather to come out here. She is Hope Madden. He's George Wolf, And we are from MadWolf.com. It is Fright Club Live, and we are talking about Nazi zombies. Always, yeah. <laughs> Seth goes, you. <laughs> <laughs> I say that, and I think to that scene in the Blues Brothers where I hate Illinois Nazis. That's right. <laughs> but no, it's not Illinois Nazis. It's Nazi zombies. That's and right. we got a great one, a really fun movie that's appropriate for the snow uh, that's on the ground that we're going to uh, show tonight. That should be fun. But we got to say thanks to everybody who seemed to uh, enjoy some meatloaf last time out. Yes, that was not our planned podcast episode. Came up kind of out of the blue. George is a massive meatloaf fan, so and so we did. And people really liked that. It I mean, that re- really took off. It really did. It took a, a couple of days, but once it got traction uh, through, look, just the pure numbers, you know, yeah. the, the analytics. She's more of the analytical uh, studying what how the, the podcasts do. But it really, really... Did well, and of course it was timely because he had just passed away, and people were. Uh, I think a lot of people did know that he had such a, a long and, and storied resume in acting, but some people didn't. But he really did, and he was really good. He was really good. Now, of course, we didn't uh, we didn't really cover Fight Club, which right. a clearly the movie is very important to us, and also b uh, he is so good in that movie. He's fantastic. He is fantastic in that yeah, movie. So like- I, on another sad note, though, actually, I think that we want to just say, so Frank Abrania, a film critic for the Columbus Dispatch, forever and ever and ever passed away last week. And he was a, a good friend to us. He was such an important voice in film criticism, especially here in Columbus, which is, of course, what we do. We're film critics here. And so I just didn't want that to, to go by without mentioning. Yeah, I'm very he was sorry really about a, that. Really a pillar of the, uh, the Columbus Film Critics Association, the group that we're members of, and getting it going because for so long he was really the one and only he voice. Was. He was the voice. Uh, and was so kind to us when we first got going. And uh, so, yeah, I uh, was sorry to hear that. And uh, best of best of thoughts to his family and friends. And, uh, and we appreciate that. But, yeah, so we're... Talking about uh, Nazi zombies, we're showing some Nazi zombies as fun, really, as they can be. As much fun as you can have with Nazi zombies, yes. I think we're going to find it with the uh, <laughs> with the movie tonight. But we had some fun in Happy Hour because we had some some nice T-shirts. We haven't really focused on the horror T-shirts in a while, but we maybe we should start because we got some good ones. In fact, we got a two for a, a two for Wednesday tonight That's with the T-shirts. Right. That's right, we did. And it's it's funny. It's not just Ghoulies because that would have been blah. Ghoulies too. We have two completely separate. Didn't call each other. <laughs> I love a good death on the toilet scene. Ghoulies right. two fans. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> I, I love seeing those. Uh, and I didn't really follow. I wore my. Detroit sucks shirt from Almost Famous, so I know it doesn't really count, but it is a movie shirt. But we so. have to mention Michael too, actually, because he's yes. got that great Vincent Price. It's pick your Vincent, so he's got all these different Vincent Price faces on his on his shirt. It's awesome. If you haven't seen Michael's shirt, you can see it afterwards. But very cool, Vincent Price, and and uh, you have that official stamp from the estate on the shirt, right? So it's sanctioned. No bootlegs for Michael. None of that <laughs> crap. <laughs> so uh, so thank you. We're having fun in uh, happy hours always, but. We kind of stumbled upon this subject out of necessity because, as we've said before, we've been having a little bit of trouble 
um, for obvious reasons, finding some of the movies that we've been looking for. Chris Hamill here at the Gateway always does a fantastic job. But sort of at the last minute, he said, what about this movie we're going to show tonight, Dead Snow? And you well, jumped on it. Well, it was one I sent him. I sent him this big giant lists every so often. And this was one he could actually we have the next three months booked. <gasps> oh, my God. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> so we can announce next month at the end of the show, which okay. I'm excited about. Good. Um, and we thought that, that this again for winter, that this would be a great episode to come out and see during this nasty weather because yeah. nothing looks cooler than blood on the snow. It really does. It really pops. It does. It really pops off the screen. So, uh, all right, we'll get going. Um, but before we do that, anything, we've got the five, right? Anything that you want to mention that didn't crawl up into the five here? Well, the truth is that within this little cluster of movies are some real clear themes. I mean, the number one theme is that Nazis were the biggest assholes in the history of all the world. So they make excellent villains in horror movies. But but beyond that, there are some themes within this. And, and so I kind of tucked extra movies inside our oh. list, as I sometimes do on the, uh, on the right. recorded podcast. I went ahead and did it today as well. Okay, fair enough. So uh, they'll wind up being eight, eight movies for you guys to watch. Ooh, bonus content. That's right. Okay, well, let's jump in then and uh, do number five on our Nazi zombie list. And this is from 2009. A man and his brother on a mission of revenge become trapped in a harrowing occult experiment dating back to the Third Reich. Blood Creek. What is that out there? I was 12 when he came to our farm. He needed blood for the ritual. So he froze us in time like this. He can't come into the house. It's a painting on the doors and the windows. Keep him out. We had him contained until you came here. We're all going to pay for this now. Just tell me how to kill him. Once his third eye is released to Prussel, nothing will be able to contain him, not even the wounds. Okay, so that trailer reminded me of something. We're talking about Nazi zombies. That trailer mentioned, obviously, Hitler, which reminds me, just today, I got flagged on Facebook for the first time ever for offensive, an offensive comment. And what it was, there was a, a, a thread talking about the movie The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot, all right? So I mentioned that I'd seen that movie. It wasn't what I expected. I loved it. And I guess because I used the word Hitler, they flagged me. And I, I got this. I got this message that yeah, it was offensive, and they were gonna they were gonna remove it and all this stuff. And so we're gonna do this podcast, and I don't know, it might be flagged might once be. we put it up on Facebook. But we don't care. We're gonna fight the power, <laughs> and we're gonna do it anyway. So it just reminded me, I want to tell that story. So thank you for indulging. But uh, this is Blood Creek, and this is uh, Joel Schumacher. It is. And the um, da- uh, David Kavanick, who uh, wanted the script, they they had a falling out about what Joel Schumacher wanted in the script because uh, the director, one, he, I guess he wrote parts of this script himself that caused a lot of tension with the original writer, but I guess he's Joel Schumacher, so he gets it. Right. Well, I mean, it, to, to branch off that, this movie just goes off in 300 directions that makes no sense whatsoever. The reason to watch it is because that's, that's Michael Fassbender as the Nazi zombie in this movie. <laughs> what? He's wearing all these prosthetics, this crazy-ass makeup. He starts off as like his, you know, his very Michael Fassbender-y way, very stern and narrow, and then he just gets crazy with this yellow skin, and oh my God, it's just glorious. And who is he preying on? Superman. Henry Cavill is also in this movie. What? Leave it to Joel Schumacher yeah. to pick out who are going to be the hottest guys in about 10 years. I'm going to hire them for this movie. Good thinking, Joel. Well, has this then 
come up on our Skeletons of the Closet when Michael Fassbender has been? Have yes. You, you have used this. Yes, we have okay. used this for Skeletons of the Closet. And the, for me, the funniest casting in this movie is Dominic Purcell. You know, you probably know him. He's he's probably famous for a TV show. I, I only know him for, like, bad horror movies. He played Dracula one time. Anyway, he's like a bodybuilder. He's kind of built like a spark plug. And in this movie... He plays a guy who's been chained up without being fed in a barn for months, and they just drain his blood. And then he shows up like, oh, no, 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 this guy <laughs> just came from a bench somewhere. He's lifting. It's dumb. And he's not very good. And his was the face. You're like, just tell me how to kill him. Oh, stop it. Please show me the pretty ones again. Um, but it's a fun movie. It is fun. And, and by the way, um, longtime Fright Clubbers know, Skeletons in the Closet is our yearly look at the Oscar nominees and the the past bad horror movies that they made on their way to Oscar nominations. So, since we just got the Oscar nominations yesterday, yes. that's going to be our next podcast. Yes, it is. Yay. Yes, it is. And I think that's- we have... I think we have some good fertile ground to dig into with these oh, nominees. for sure. <laughs> yes. That's always absolutely. a fun one. It is. That's that is, my favorite one every year. Yeah, I that love is, that one. That's always a fun one. So looking, looking forward to that one next time. But we're moving up to, that was number five, Blood Creek from 2009. Moving up to number four, this is from 2008. And uh, it's in war-torn Eastern Europe. A mysterious businessman hires a group of mercenaries on a routine mission to protect him. Not knowing of the long-hidden secret that lies there. It's outpost. They want soldiers. Let's give them soldiers. They just do what they were trained to do. They kill. They're going to tear us to pieces here. A lot of the movies that we're going to talk about today have the sort of um, Raiders of the Lost Ark plot, right, which is that the Nazis were trying to find ways to use, like, biblical and occult ideas and concept and, like, curses so that they could they could become indefeatable. And in the case of all these, it's, it's to create these master, unstoppable armies. And um, this movie is really similar to another movie that has a much better title called Frankenstein's Army. I was torn as to which one of them to include in this one, because Frankenstein's Army Dumb as hell, really great monster effects, like really great creature uh, design, super fun. This one is is not genius by any stretch. It's like they sort of took the a very common concept here, but they populate it with much better than the material actors. So not just Ray Stevenson, who I only knew from Thor, besides this movie, I, I think I've only ever seen him in Thor. But um, and I barely notice him when he's in Thor. Sorry, uh, Richard Brake uh, is in this, and Michael Smiley, one of our favorites. Yay, Michael Smiley, love Michael Smiley. But across the board, the the performances, all of the performances, are so much better than the material actually is, and it really elevates it. But it's also the way that it's filmed. The cinematography is great in this. There's a lot of like creepy corners and long halls and dark shadows, and they really explore it very well. They they make a great use of the space, and there are some some excellent excellent kills in this movie. So on the whole, you know, it's that same sort of a, you know, if you're going to hire mercenaries to take you someplace, they're all going to die. You're probably going to die. Terrible things are going to happen. There's also a time loop in this one. There are, they do, they kind of bend the rules a little bit in, in a way that makes it fun. This movie is fun. It's not like super crazy memorable, but it's absolutely worth watching. I don't think, Michael Smiley, has he ever been nominated for an Oscar? No. He should have been. He totally should have been. All right, been. we'll have to file this one away because okay. when he is, we can use that for skeletons in the closet. But e- eagle-eared gamers uh, might know that uh, they use sound from a video game called Return to Castle 
Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. I love that. From 2001, they use actual sound out of the out of the uh, game. But this was not though based on that game, right? No. However, Nazi werewolves would be a fun podcast. Ooh, yeah. I'm in. That's all I'm saying. I know you. Are. I'm in. I know that's that you good. are. But that is Nazi zombies from Outpost in 2008. So that's number four. Uh, moving up to number three to the 70s. Love going there. This is from 1977. Visitors to a remote island discover that a reclusive Nazi commandant has been breeding a group of zombie soldiers in shockwaves. They have risen. We created the perfect soldier from cheap hoodlums and thugs in a good number of pathological murderers and sadists as well. We call them the Toten Corps, the Death Corps, creatures more horrible than any you can imagine. The faster you run, the quicker you die. Because once, they were almost human. Shockwaves. The deep end of horror. Peter Cushing and John Carradine. That's really all you need to know about this movie. Um, Together, I think they've made 632 films. Yes, almost as many as Sam Jackson. <laughs> they have. And they're, and they're fun of this. Uh, John Carradine, who was 78, I think, when they made it, has almost no scenes. He was originally supposed to be like the, like the scrappy captain uh, you know, of, the, of the ship that they're on, and he just couldn't move around. So it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's just like there, there they have him sitting, then they cut away, then there they have him dead. And it's, it's just it's ridiculous. It's like Weekend at Bernie's. They, right. just, they just prop him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Peter Cushing plays uh, the Nazi commandant, and that's, I mean, it's perfect for him. He just, he fits right in. He's, he doesn't show up until, like, the, you know, the second act. He's so much better than everybody else on screen. It's just alarming. You're like, oh, look acting but he makes a great nazi you know um officer what's really fun about this movie for me is so uh, these people on a yacht they they wind up off course it's a very gilligan's island if instead of like headhunters it was it was nazi zombies and they all are underwater they all live underwater the nazi zombies and so it's really cool you watch them walking underwater and then you watch them all coming up out of the surf so it's an incredibly low-budget low movie. It's very 1970s, but it's really, and it's bad, but it's so creepy to watch. It's so <laughs> creepy to watch. And they're so weird looking. you got it like a, a little, I, I like that teaser trailer. I think it's a fun teaser trailer, but you don't get a very good look at the zombies. Um, and sometimes they just look like they're wearing wet paper mache, which they might be. But other times they're so like sort of albino, weird, creepy looking. And, and it's actually so easy to kill them. You think to yourselves, why are you even scared? Why are you running right now? I don't know. But anyway, this is one. This is a movie that I saw for the first time when I was like a very little kid and just have always loved it. It's got a place in my heart ever since then. It was shot in 1975 in 35 days. And you, you may have recognized in the trailer there, Brooke Adams. I think this might have been her first movie. One of the first because she auditioned. She was working as a waitress and just took a break and went over and auditioned. And she auditioned in a bikini, which was smart because that's pretty much all she wears yes. in the in the entire movie. And actually, one of the zombies is played by a guy named Jay Mader. And at the time, he was a reporter for the Miami Herald. And he wrote an article in 75 about his experience acting the part of a Nazi zombie for this movie. And it was the article was titled, I Was a Zombie, but during filming, he didn't tell anybody that's what he was going to do. 
so that, that that would be an interesting no you know, NDA experience. I guess no, I guess not. And you'll <laughs> love this. I found this, and you will love this. Um, on the title track to his album "Amused to Death," Roger Waters from Pink Floyd, her favorite band, he used a dialogue sample from this movie. Wow! Where the two characters fight over a flashlight. Wow! You can hear that on the actual album. That's amazing. Um, yeah, and Peter Cushing just adds. He just adds some gravitas, yeah, you know, some does. some horror gravitas. Just looking at his, I mean, John Carradine too, but Peter Cushing no, cuts not such by a this figure. One. John no, not Carradine, as much. No, yeah, not as much. Uh, I mean, he, I, I always love to see John Carradine in movies, and uh, I love to see him in bad horror movies too. And this is he is fun in this movie, but it's a really small part. Yeah, Cushing, and I'm sure Cushing probably wasn't on set that much longer than Carradine was, but he's spread out enough, and it's a much more important role. So it really, I mean, it, it's really kind of the backbone of the film. Yeah, for sure, and that is Shockwaves. From 1977, number three on our list of Nazi zombie horror. Uh, moving up to number two, this is a recent one. Boy, a good one. I remember how much we liked this when we saw it in 2018. A small group of American soldiers finds horror behind enemy lines on the eve of D-Day. It's Overlord. There's a lot of soldiers out there, and there's only four of us. Find out what's inside that cop out. What is this? A thousand-year army. These thousand-year soldiers. What do you do with those people? They have been given a purpose. Yeah, this is one that brings it, especially when, when it gets to a certain point in the film, and I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it. Man, it amps it up, and I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, it's super good. It is. It's so fun, this movie. Plus, it's, it's so... got some great actors. It does. Uh, that Pilou Asbeck. Pilou. Who, yeah, who you, you might not know his, his name, but he's been in just so many great films, and he's, he's really, really good. Yeah, he's kind of the primary villain in this movie, and uh, a group of American soldiers are dropped behind enemy lines. They wander around. They find their way to this abandoned um, French town, and has been overrun with with Germans with and and so they the this little uh, group of, of soldiers make their way into a house where the French woman who lives there lets them hide in the attic. But then of course the Germans come calling, and so for the first at least forty five minutes of this movie, it's a war movie and it's a really good one. And then little by little, the people who are well, you saw the scene like the people who are in the attic, they're like, "The fuck are the Nazis doing here?" <laughs> It's not good. No. I mean, it's never good, honestly. And then they move into the church slash hospital, and shit gets nutty. And it's so, I mean, it's just, so it does. And, and not every movie handles tonal shifts that well, where it goes from being like an action-oriented war movie to a full-blown horror film. And this one, I think, does it really well. The whole movie is, fun is probably the wrong word. I know I use it all the time. Like in the wrong context, but I'm going to assume you guys enjoy this kind of thing. It's so fun. It's super fun. <laughs> and one of the things, and this is another thing we mention all the time, the practical effects. Oh yes, they so went good. With, yes, they went with practical effects rather than the the CGI that most movies, especially even back in 2018, were using. And they wanted to get a better reaction from the actors involved in the scenes when something gruesome would happen. And man, it pays off in dividends. It I does. love that. And I think you know. So one of the thing, one of the reasons I think that the horror elements in this movie work so well is because rather than feeling like a zombie movie it, it's it's medical horror it's mm -hmm. more Cronenberg-y right I mean it's it's medical horror which is really unsettling and it gives you um like a weird empathy for well the Nazi soldiers but I mean the 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 victims the zombies who are the, the people who are about to become zombies in a very just alarming and and uh, creepy creepy way yeah 
Really good one. And it, strangely, initially, early on, it was reported that this film was going to be part of the Cloverfield film series for some reason. But but then not too long after that, Abrams uh, announced at uh, CinemaCon that it would not belong to his series. That would be very interesting how they could work this in if that was even true. But I guess if he had to refute it, it there was some something to it. It wasn't. And it stands alone. And it's a good one. Really brings the action. 2018 Overlord, number two. Now, actually, we want to just circle back for a second because there was a movie that I wanted to mention when we talked about Shockwaves, and I forgot to. Um, and it's very much worth checking out. It's from 1981. It's a French film called Zombie Lake. And obviously, one of the reasons that it goes well with Shockwaves is because they're all in the water. So they come up out of the water. It's a French film. It's a small French town. Back in World War II, you know, they, they ran all of the Nazis into the lake and they drowned them. And then they come back many years later. And one of the scenes, an early scene before you really know what's happening, you follow this naked French woman into the water and, and the camera is underwater. I swear to God, without a speculum, you're never going to get to see more of a human body than you see of this woman <laughs> swimming in this lake. I was just like, I'm not sure that's necessary. But if you if you can look past that, there are pretty cool scenes of like arms reaching for her. from Anyway, it's a fun, very 1981 Super naked Nazi, <laughs> waterlogged Nazi zombie movie. Go on. Worth checking out. <laughs> and that is Zombie Lake, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. That takes us up to the uh, number one movie, a Nazi Zombies, the one we're going to show tonight. So, of course, we're not going to uh, talk too much about it, but we want you to talk about it after we're done. This is from 2009, and it's a ski vacation turning horrific for a group of medical students as they find themselves confronted by an unimaginable menace. What? Nazi zombies, it's dead snow. (laughs) How many people have already seen this? Okay, a bunch. Yeah. That's all right, because you know it's fun. You want to see it on the big screen, and you want to see it in 35 millimeter, that's and that's right. what we've got. So, uh, But by all means, come on down afterwards. We're not going to talk for the people that haven't seen it. We're not going to give anything away before. But uh, come down. We'd love to get you on the podcast, get your thoughts after we're done. Also, pick up a Fright Club button. If Hey, hey, come on in. Pick up a Fright Club button if you don't have one. we got a few down here. Uh, but anything to say before uh, before we get it rolling? Do you want to talk about what's coming up next? Sure, go ahead. Okay. We do have some stuff coming up. Uh, the next Fright Club, as you mentioned, is Skeletons in the Closet. That'll be the next recorded one, the next live Fright Club. We're going to talk about folk horror, and we're going to show the really beautiful film November. It was one of the films that they talked about in that, in that uh, Shudder three-hour glorious documentary about folk horror so we're going to show that yeah, we're going to talk about folk horror. if you have shutter look that up that is yeah. a, a woodlands dark and days bewitched yeah it's glorious it's great if you love folk horror you will just dive in and it, three hours will not seem like even one hour we also have a, a podcast coming up with timothy troy of crazy little monsters productions they have just launched a monthly series on youtube and they've got the they just show a new short film and they've got one up right now called venus which is two two minutes long and fun. just super fun it is so check them out uh, we have one coming up also with, well, half the Fright Club audience, actually, with Dzak and Pina Joe and Captain Metox and Old Man Spencer and Mox. They're all going to join us. Bedlam. <laughs> That's what I'm expecting. 
Bedlam. And then one more thing to announce is that we haven't set the date yet, but sometime in March we're going to have a party here at the Gateway Film Center. It's going to be a book launch party, and uh, we're going to... Because Hope's book is coming out. My book comes out March 15th. Hope's debut novel called Roost is coming out March 15th on Off Limits Press. So excited. So proud. It's great. You're going to love it, and we're going to have a yeah book signing party here, so that should be a lot of fun. So a lot coming up, and uh, you can always catch up with us on uh, on our socials, on uh, Fright Club Pod on Twitter, also on Mad Wolf Columbus on uh, Facebook and Instagram, and, of course, the main website is madwolf.com. And w- get the group. Oh, and I cannot believe this. I haven't said it now for two or three podcasts, but we've got the Fright Club Podcast group on Facebook. It's a private group, but all you got to do is send us a request and we'll give you a, an approval there. We have a lot of fun in there. Some of it is just funny, funny stuff, and some of it is keeps up on, like, uh, Melissa Dina today posted the new trailer for the new uh, Alex Garland movie, Men, which yeah. looks fantastic. Yeah. So uh, if you love horror movies and love this stuff, please come join us in the Fright Club Podcast on uh, the group on Facebook. All right, that's enough of that business. Uh, we're going to show Dead Snow. Come on down. We'd love to get you on the podcast with your reactions afterwards. Hit it. Hit the lights and run it. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you after. 91 minutes later. All right. Fun, huh? Yay. But I liked at the beginning where they're having so much fun with movie nerds. Right. That's my favorite part of this. I remember the first time I saw it, knowing right away that I was going to love this movie because of the, you know, well, they didn't have cell phone reception because they didn't have cell phones. <laughs> and then, you know, and then they make, a, of course, he's got the t-shirt. He's got the brain dead t-shirt. And the way yeah. he does, he dies, his his ending. And then also, of course, they have, they make reference to the two um, evil dead movies. And then he's got to chop, chop off his own arm with a chainsaw. Yeah. I mean, just. A lot of that going on. Chef's kiss. And by that. the way, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but they do make reference to April Fool's Day and. Stay tuned because we might have some very, very cool news about April Fool's Day. It's possible. Very soon. Okay? I can't say more because the lawyers will sweep in here and take <laughs> us away. But we might have some very cool April Fool's Day news coming up soon. But anyway, I digress. Well, you know, they started off, it's basically, it's a Cabin in the Woods movie, except it's, it's of course, the snow instead of the woods. And so right away, they let you know, we know it. Like, we know it. We know what we're doing, and here's what we're going to do about it. And I just thought it was... It was really fun in the way that they addressed it right from the very beginning. So many homages. So oh, many. So many. And George dancing to the soundtrack at the end. <laughs> the sound was beautiful on this. And even though I didn't understand half the words of the songs, they were so well placed that it was just perfect. And that opening score. Yeah, yeah. That was great. Yeah, a lot of Norwegian Norwegian death metal in this one. But did you notice though early on their medical students, the book he's reading is an English yeah. <laughs> is an English book. So they're going to be bad doctors. <laughs> because <laughs> And usually because you see so many uh foreign films where they use English language songs. Yes. I sort of liked it that they didn't in yeah. this because it seemed more more authentic. This has made a couple of our other podcasts. We had uh, years ago, of course, we had the um, the White Death, right? So the Snowbound. Oh yeah. And then um, Toilet Toilet Horror. We we were we were discussing earlier today. We have a podcast on Toilet Horror and uh, Toilet Horror and Toilet Relations. <laughs> I mean, we haven't had that one. We could. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> When the, <laughs> I guess when the feeling hits you, <laughs> woo! <laughs> yeah, that's always that's always our go-to when we're talking about how we run the gamut of topics 
toilet horror. Yeah. But this was this was a good one. Yeah, it was. Sure. Also, will you all now remember if you ever caught an avalanche, like what to do? Because I, I will. Like from the first time I saw this, I'm like, I love when I learn a really important life-saving fact yeah. from a horror movie. It makes me so happy. And if you noticed, in the end, when she was caught there, she didn't have to spit no, because it was, to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> also, I also appreciated it. Was, it was, a, quick, it was a, a quick shot, but toward the end there, when they're in the shed grabbing their weapons, he grabs the hammer and the sickle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nicely done for the Nazis. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was so just, you know, you appreciate that. And, and that's the other. That would be the other one to look out for is the sequel to this, which is Red versus Dead, right. where they take on the Russian zombies. It's pretty fun. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a really fun one. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I know a lot of people have seen it. Yeah, thumbs up. This is probably one, I think, where when we ask how many people have seen it, the most yeah, hands went this up. was a yeah. pretty popular movie, yeah, and uh, and it's been around for a while. And but I, I love seeing it on a big screen again. The scene with the uh, the guy in the tent, it's yeah. so beautiful. You know, it's like this little glowing gem in this <laughs> snowy field. And then you know, I just and then and then you know, there's all the blood on the inside, and they pull back. It's like this gorgeous snowy landscape with this little. Brightly colored gem of death over here. I just just so gorgeous the way they film it. I've always loved that. And I'll remind you again that it's Norwegian. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is that is a lot of fun. So we're looking ahead to uh, next time. It's going to be the Studio Fright Club where it's skeletons in the closet. Correct. Always a lot of fun with the Oscar nominees. And then we're going to be back uh, here a month from now to talk about folk horror and show November. That's right. right? It's gorgeous. It's a beautiful black and white movie. It's so cool looking. Dieter Laser. From? Right? From? Human Centipede. Sorry. I jumped the gun. <laughs> That's all right. I'm from Erland human over centipede. here. From Human such Centipede. He's in it. Uh, it's just an amazing movie. Yeah. Such a weird looking dude. <laughs> right. Speaking of Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So a lot to look forward to also. I dropped that major hint about uh, April Fool's Day. Hopefully, we'll have something big to announce here soon, but you never know. Uh, we hope so. But a big march in between then. Yeah. Lots of stuff coming up with Hope's book coming out and the book signing and everything. Thank you for coming out Thank so much. Thank you very much. Really great appreciate it. Great to see everybody. It. Great um, to see everybody. Hope you had a great time. She is Hope Madden. He's George Wolf. And this is the Fright Club Podcast. Stay frightful, my friends. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. Appreciate it. Norwegian.